Well, if you're tired of all the damn people in the mall because they're keeping you from your regular toy runs, then you're listening to the right podcast because you're listening to Action Figure Blues, episode number 96 for the week of Wednesday, the 18th of December, 2013. I'm John, and with me tonight are two good elves, Adam and Eli. And this episode's being brought to you by Superpowers Collectibles and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, our Toy of the Week is SH Figure Arts Sailor Moon, and our discussion topic is Lego Licensed Properties. Have they ruined the fun? Salutations, gentlemen, and season's greetings. It's really good to talk to you guys. Yeah, good to hear you, John. Yes, good to catch up with you. And it's been a while since I've been on the show, since the time zone's been all screwy with you guys. Um, really good to be back, yeah. even though it is early. How long has it been since you were on? You did the, well, um, you did the uh, Halloween show, right? Yeah, I did, well, what was it? that show and then i did the the episode 92 but i did that one you know over here so it's it's been since you know late october early november i think since i've been on with you guys yeah it's more recent than me (laughs) that means i'm the most recent of any of us that's just (laughs) not right you're the most regular (laughs) i take my metamucil yeah (laughs) (laughs) well Well, scott was was meant to be on tonight as well but I managed to get the internet back on at his expense, apparently. Yeah. Do, do you do you only have so many internet points in Australia, and you know you got to spread it around, or? Yeah, it depends which government's in charge at any time. But usually, you know, we're we're a good thousand kilometres apart. It shouldn't really affect it. So, so this is how Tony Abbott's going to bring the budget of the NBN. <laughs> Just turn off the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> it's the Tony Abbott alert, alert, alert. <laughs> uh, It's better than NSA. Yep. <laughs> okay, so I had an alarm set because it's early here. <laughs> <laughs> and you're already up. You have already crushed this day. Yeah. No, because I'm going to back to bed after we're done. <laughs> That's just me. So, so what have you been up to, Eli, since we haven't heard from you in a while? Um, well, trying to fix my internet, which I did um, yesterday, um, and embarrassingly, it was just an ADL cell splitter that was a bit out of order. Wish uh, I'd known that a while ago, because that's pretty fucking easy to fix. Anyway, um, other than that, lots of work, and mowing the lawn. And uh, oh yeah, I bought a new amplifier for my guitar. No, sweet. You'd really like the sounds coming out of that, John. It's Tubes or? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's only a four watt uh, Vox um, amp, and it's just mm. cranks the sound. Really happy with that. Not good. Good. And I bought a petrol powered whipper snipper. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lawn wasn't gonna get tamed without it. <laughs> well, we've got 
four inches of snow on the ground here, so <laughs> that makes you don't know what lawn looks you. like. Yeah, I have no idea right now. Yeah, well, you know, in winter you don't have to mow them. So. Well, we we have somebody come and mow our lawn, so I'm good on that anyway. Just some fun. Are they due today with the snow? Uh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> we we can help. I'll call them. Make sure. <laughs> you you must come mow now. Yeah, I noticed you're not in my yard mowing my lawn. What the fuck? <laughs> what about you, Adam? What have you been up to? Mowing the lawn or? We don't have lawn. We got cutting when we had our garden done the other year and said, yeah, that lawn stuff, I don't want it anymore. So our yard is bike chips and paving and gravel and stuff. So it's really kid-friendly. <laughs> so you've paved your lawn. As well. Yeah, that's right. The, the clever man's way of doing it, a.k.a. lazy. Mm. Yeah, I haven't been up to a lot lately, um, apart from my usual exercising and whatnot, and that's about it. Getting ready for Christmas. Watching cricket. Yeah. It's kind of getting boring now. Ah, oh, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. I mean, really, the English need to put up a challenge because otherwise I'll just turn it off when it gets to... Uh, actually, no, I won't. There's, <laughs> there's nothing else to really do between Boxing Day and New Year's. Yeah, except drink beer, eat too much food and watch TV. Watch cricket, yeah. But you have, a, you have a Boxing Day match or a Christmas Day match or something at your place, don't you? Uh, yeah, so a bunch of friends and I are um, from high school and uni pretty much catch up and go down to where we mostly used to live, um, where only one of us lives now, and have a game of uh, kind of pretty much backyard cricket rules cricket mm. down there and then go off and have a beer afterwards. Oh, nice. Yeah. Now you guys actually have Boxing Day. We don't have that here, so. Yeah. What do you do with all your presents that you're getting rid of? We quietly take them back. Uh Whereas we're just raucous and we're just like like Vikings. Yeah, and we get given a day off to do it by the government. Yeah. Now, I know um, back when I lived up north, uh, the Canadians actually had Boxing Day and everything would be closed. <laughs> so they'd all come over to our side. Yeah. We don't have anyone to cross the border to. Maybe Indonesia. New, new well, Boxing we... Day tradition. Yeah, the boat goes the other way. <laughs> we, um, <laughs> you guys aren't right. When We've been working on our family room, so uh, that's been my other thing that we've been kind of doing over the last month or so, putting it all together. We had it painted earlier and finally got stuff back in there, so it's kind of nice. Nice. Looking good. Got a few more things to hang today, I think, is what she said. So, Yeah, we got everything painted and all the holes in the wall patched, and now I'm putting, you know, new holes back in the walls. Oh, oh, I had, I've, I'm a grown-up. I changed my first <laughs> light fitting today, first time ever in my life. <laughs> How many times did you electrocute yourself? Not once. Because oh. I kept reading, everywhere I was reading for the advice is, it's illegal to do it yourself. You're supposed to get an electrician to do it. So, right, yeah, what? so how do I do it? Yeah. Yeah, Australia's weird, right? Yeah. A lot, there's, like, I think everywhere in Europe and probably the States, you're kind of encouraged to do that shit yourself. Not in Australia. It's illegal. Yeah. You need a professional huh. electrician to do that stuff. It's it's like twist two wires together and call it good. Yeah, like, there was already two wires that were bad. I just needed to stick them into a new fitting. You know, and, hmm. I, and I, you know, had this faint suspicion that turning the power off before I did it was a good idea. 
So I did that, <laughs> and I'm alive. Worse. <laughs> yeah, anyway, that's too I much to, uh, handyman stuff, isn't it? I, I used to live in an apartment, and um, they had it wired for a, a ceiling lights, but they weren't there, and you were supposed to call them to have come put it in. And I went ahead and put a ceiling fan in the one bedroom by myself. That's impressive. Yeah. Now, in our family room, I had to have the guys that painted do it because I can't reach it, so. <laughs> but that's another story. That's another story. Anyway, with all that exciting stuff going on, we've got our uh, cricket and our home improvement. Yeah, I think we're ready for some articulated news. Yeah, we better before we start talking yeah. about dinner. Oh, uh, yeah, that sounds good. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure! I'm Bill S. Preston Esquire! And I'm Ted Theodore Logan in concert! And I make them play! Speaker connects to figures and most cassette players to make figures play music! Now on drums, that bodacious barbarian Genghis Khan! Yeah, our new pal from old China! Excellent! Let's rock and roll! Squeezing their legs gets them jamming! Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure! Party on, dudes! Well, before we get to all the good stuff, we like to start each episode with a bit of news. And as we always say, articulated news is just what caught our eye. It's not a comprehensive news service. You want that? Go over to CNN. So, <laughs> these are just the things that we're interested in. And hopefully maybe you guys are too. So, anyway, um, Adam, you got our first bits of news. So, why don't you kick it off? Thanks, John. The first bit I've got is that there is yet another set of Walking Dead Minimates. This is Series 5. The two packs are Riot Gear Glenn and Maggie, Tyrese and Prison Michonne, uh, Survivor Morgan with a Geek Zombie, and a rare one per case variant of Martinez with a Geek Zombie. So you're going to be able to build that Geek Zombie army pretty quickly. And they're the usual Minimate level of articulation and detail. Hmm. Uh, more Walking Dead news is surprise, surprise, Funko Pop doing another wave. Uh, this is their fourth series. You get an injured Daryl Dixon. You get a Woodbury Walker. You get Carl. You get Maggie, and you get Penny. And looks like Penny is also a zombie. Well, Penny would be a zombie. We never uh, yeah, saw of course. her. Yes. Non-zombified, did we? I don't think. Maybe in a flashback, I can't remember. The uh, the Maggie reminds me of Mrs. Nerd. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. Mm. We'll, yeah. we'll move on from that one uh, to avoid John getting in trouble. So next up is Funko Pop again with Finding Nemo uh, Funko Pops. So there's a Nemo... There's Crush, there's Bruce the Shark, and there's also um, that other character. His name I can't remember because I'm crap. Uh, it's Crush, isn't it? I know. Uh, Dory. Oh, Dory. Dory, yes. Um, interesting. It's not the standard um, Funko Pop, but... Mm. Mm. I think it's no. pretty cute. Yeah. You know, they always make, make Dory because everybody loves her. But they don't make um, the main character because it's not really Nemo. Mm. Yeah. But what's his name? Um, 
Nah, crap. <laughs> yeah, see? I just That's watched really it too. Nah, crap. Um, 24 Wallaby Way Lane, Sydney. Oh, no. <laughs> Close. Wallaby Way. Wallaby Way. Um, oh, what is his name? Arnold. Is hey, it Arnold? Arnold? No. It is... Marlon. Ah, uh, yeah. Like the big fish. Yep. But he's really the main character, but they always make Nemo, which I don't necessarily understand. It's because it's the name of the film, John. Yeah. Finding I know. Nemo. I know that. Jeez. Yeah, it's why none of us can remember anyone else from that film. Um, final bit of news that I've got for the night is that Kofi Bakia have announced a Street Fighter 2 Kami Pushojo statue. Which, uh, looks quite nice. It's about nine inches tall. Um, so I assume that's going to be more or less in scale with the Chun-Li one that they've done. I think it's a bit weird that they're even bothering to call it a Bishojo line because it's a, basically an anime character in an anime style. So uh, it seems a bit redundant to me, but sure. And she looks nice and toned and, and whatnot. Hmm. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are those things on her wrists? They're like wrist protector gloves or something. I don't know. Those are weird. Yeah. Yep. Shall I do some news now? I think you should. Oh, okay. Only if you want to. Uh, we could just look at that cami thing and critique it some more, I guess. And, you know, consider why it's not going to be allowed in Scott's house. Or mine. Uh, there you go. Yeah, no front nor back. Neither of those <laughs> is going to make it into my house. <laughs> so I don't? Uh, it's, do you know? It doesn't... Which side? I don't she know. managed to get get to boobs and a butt in every angle. Mm. Mm. Um, DC Collectibles has some new solicitations for uh, next year, June 2014, or July, some of them. Um, so they've solicited a uh, four Earth 2 figures from the new 52 stuff, Batman, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman Green Lantern and The Flash. Um, largely not for me, but um, they are DC collectibles. They're usually very well done, sculpted, and um, these are the usual stuff. Um, I like them in terms of the quality. The Wonder Woman's kind of cool. I like. Uh, I might have a look at that one when it hits the shelf. Um, but uh, I'm not reading any of the Earth Two stuff, so I don't really have any link to any of these characters. Um, we have also seen um, a few statues. Uh, we have, um, what's it called? The um, uh, we, Well, actually, we've got a couple of other figures as well. There's a, what's a super armoured suit Lex Luthor deluxe figure or something. It's one of the more, more expensive ones. I think we've seen kind of cool. shots from that before. Mm. Yeah, I, I think I've seen it before, but it's pretty massive, 50 bucks. It'd be interesting to see if it hits the shelf looking like this, because I know the Swamp Thing figure that um, is a deluxe figure in the, in the more expensive range has just hit the shelves, and it's come out with wings that are a lot smaller than they uh, solicited. 
Um, we've also got a Batman Arkham City Rabbit Hole Batman. And I have absolutely no idea what this is. It looks like, um, I don't know, Nightmare Tick or something. Yeah, so basically in the game, Mad Hatter drugs him out or something. Um, and this is how he sees himself, or this is how you see Batman during that bit. Right. Yeah. Anyway, if you like the game, I guess it might appeal to you. Um, and there's a bunch of statues. Um, I think we may have seen some of these Poison Ivy um, DC cover girls statue. Um, there's also some uh, uh, Ed McGuinness style uh, Superman. Um, that looks Ed McGuinnessy. Mm, I don't think it translates well to a statue, but yeah, I'm just not that much of a fan of Ed McGuinness in general. Mm. Um, Flash vs. Gorilla Grodd patina mini statue. Um, I'm trying to remember. Oh, is that, is is that why Flash's face is kind of bronzed out instead of fleshed down? Yeah, mm. possibly. Um, this art. I'm trying to. This is an Ed McGuinness art as well, is it? It's, I wouldn't think so. I'm trying to remember what that is, but anyway, not for me. Um, uh, White Lantern power battery um, proplica with a ring. That's 11 inches tall, sets you back 200 bucks. Looks good for what it is, but mm -hmm. they must think that people are going to buy it because they've made it. And, uh, probably means there are people who will buy it, I would think. Um, this last one, um, uh, not the last one, but one of the last ones, there's a DC Nation Dead Man and Crow plush figure two-pack. Um, Dead Man is uh, approximately six and three-quarter inches. Um, this is actually pretty cool. I don't, I haven't watched um, DC Nation for a long time, so I don't actually know the, um, the, the story that this is, but um, it's kind of cool. Well, something's weird there because they're saying Dead Man six and three quarters and the Crow six and three quarters, but yeah, see, I was just going to gloss over that. Mm. They don't show it that way. <laughs> anyway, it's kind of cool if you like that type of thing. It reminds me, I guess, of the um, what's her name? Is it Emily Strange or something? That's yeah, Emily the Strange. If, if you're into that, you might be into this. Forty um, bucks though. Ooh. Yeah, forty bucks. You get both of them, though. Yeah. 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 You'd want to. Um, and there was uh, one other DC Collectibles um, thing that was released, uh, solicited um, as well, which was a uh, figure for, another Earth 2 figure for Hawkgirl from Earth 2. Again, I don't know anything about the Earth 2 stuff other than I've seen him passing, and I had no idea that there was a Hawk girl that looked like this. Um, it says spoiler alert on it. Maybe that's because the character hasn't appeared yet. I don't know. Um, this is actually a really nice-looking figure. And wings look nice. The wings look nice. Uh, you know, it's a solicitation, so we don't know what we'll actually get to see on the shelves, but the sculpt is good, the wings are nice. I can actually um, see this is being used for fodder for um, people who have been wanting to make that um, Dawnstar or something, Legion of Superheroes. Um, yeah, it's nice. Moving on, um, we saw um, 
Sideshow, Luke and Tauntaun um, previewed at, um, would have been San Diego, I think. Um, but now it's been solicited properly. It's ready to order. So there's a six-scale um, figure from Sideshow uh, of Luke Skywalker and his Hoth outfit. And also, um, at the same time, we are seeing the Tauntaun. Now Luke is 12 inches tall, um, the Tauntaun is 17 and a half inches tall and Luke is priced at 200 bucks, which I think is pretty, might actually be a little bit more than usual for Sideshow Star Wars figures, but there's a lot of stuff that you get with, with that, um, you know, blasters, lightsabers, hands and heads and all that sort of stuff. Um, the Tauntaun, though, is um, retailing for 350 bucks, <laughs> And I'm not sure that it is actually articulated at all. Doesn't seem to be. No, it's got a few replaceable bits and pieces um, in terms of the um, saddle and harness and saddle pouches. Um, well, and um, you can, it looks like you got a horn you can switch out so you can make it do Kerhans. Yeah. Because one of them had a broken horn, so yeah. that's kind of cool. Yeah, it looks, it looks great. Um, not for me, because it's just, I'm not into the um, 1-6 scale stuff because it's too expensive and that's just crazy. But um, this is a really nice piece and uh, looks nice when we saw it at um, San Diego. It looks nice now. Yeah. Uh, one other thing for me is um, something for uh, Ben. Is a um, Predator 2, the um, uh, 1 6 scale Elder Predator from uh, Hot Toys. Um, this is the usual Hot Toys um, quality. It's really, really nice and detailed. Swap out hands and um, uh, the bladey things that they have. What do they call those things? Things that you stab shit with. Um, Ridiculous and if you know, you can contact us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm, letting, I'm letting the team down there. Um, it's, yeah, it's incredible what um, Hot Toys are doing with the Predator figures. And if, I was, uh, if I was collecting them, I'd be very happy with this. Looks like he's got the little back cannon thing going on, too. Yeah. Like the, the war machine. That's kind Over of cool. the shoulder. Anyway. That's kind of dig him. Hmm? I kind of dig him. Yeah. I wouldn't say no to a free one. <laughs> oh, well. Not asking much, no. Not asking much. Again, podcast at No, <laughs> Well, let me bring the, the show down and I'll do some news now. Um, earlier this week, it was announced by Mezco that they were going to produce Sons of Anarchy collectibles. Now, normally I think whenever we get an announcement like that, you know, a... a Big TV show, um, you know, kind of getting figures. I think a lot of us get excited. And then I heard it was Mezco, and I was like, eh, I don't know how that's going to fare for people. Mm -hmm. The reason I say that is if you remember the Breaking Bad, we were all excited. You know, the people that were watching the show were all excited when we heard it. And then when they finally came out, it was rather disappointing because they weren't really action figures. They were more statuesque. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so how they're going to translate this to Sons of Anarchy is kind of concerning because uh, 
you know, I got to wonder because that's a, a biker gang. Um, are they going to do bikes as well? Or are they just doing bikes or, you know, are they going to do figures on bikes? But it says, gonna have, yeah, it says it's, they'll definitely do action figures and they'll get bobbleheads, mezids, key rings, plushies, and more. Sweet. Stash boxes, tin signs. Yeah. So, um, you know, if they're going to do action figures, I don't see how you do action figures for that line and not do motorcycles to go with them. It'd be just kind of disappointing, I think. I'm only yeah. interested if they do a Henry Rollins figure. Hmm. I think everyone should definitely be getting a plushy uh, biker for their <laughs> kids. Yeah. 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 A lunchbox. Yeah. Well, moving on to more exciting news. <laughs> um, I know Scott will be chomping at the bit for this one because... Uh, we're getting Barbie um, Hunger Games. Well, Hunger Games 2, because I think they did some for the first one as well. And uh, we're getting Katniss, Peta, is that Finnick, and Effie. And Katniss looks like she has some kind of technological suit on with a bow and arrow. And well, she doesn't look too bad. Mm. Yep. There's only so much you can do with the standard Barbie buck, I guess. Yeah. I've seen worse. Mm. So... Looks like they're uh, available at Amazon for 40 bucks. So these are probably more in that collector range than they are, um, you know, your standard off-the-shelf Barbie. I, I will say that bow that Katniss has looks pretty decent compared to some other stuff I've seen out there. It's actually got a string on it, looks like. Mm-hmm. Looks like she might have some removable arrows as well. So good for them. Mm. If if they pull that off, they will have made a better figure than all of the uh, Green Arrow and um, Hawkeye figures that have came out in the last year. Isn't there an issue with um, them actually being considered weapons? If they, if you can actually use the arrow with the bow? God, I hope not. I'm pretty sure there's an issue that is partly the reason why we've never had really good bow and arrows. But then if the string's a bit slack, then you can't really use it, right? Yeah. Or is that just logic? Stop it with your logic. Okay. We'll we'll move on and defy logic because um, kind of tying into this week's topic discussion topic later, uh, we've seen some new Lego stuff this week, and that includes the Marvel superhero range. Mm. And obviously we're getting some stuff from uh, Spider-Man to probably tie in with the movie. Uh, looks like we're getting Spider-Man on his famous four-wheel ATV chasing Electro. I think this is a tie-in with the um, the cartoon, Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon that's on at the moment. Oh. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, but I'm sure that the, the movie coming out has, does not hurt. No, uh, their timing. The pieces on Electro, the electricity pieces, are kind of cool. I've never seen Lego pieces like that. So, yeah, they um, there was a piece with a uh, Mister Freeze um, a few years ago. It must be three, four years ago. They had one of them, but yeah, I haven't seen it anywhere else. Hmm. Uh, it looks like we're also getting a Doc Ock set where he looks like he's maybe trying to was that rip apart an armored car, hmm. and this yeah. looks more like classic green suit cartoon or not our comic book version um doc ock so 
think the version that we had in the last the Doc Ox lab set was um, more Ultimate Spider-Man comic book arc, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, I was. That's what I was thinking. He he was dark in color. I know that. Yeah, this is pretty cool. Yep. Um. Then uh looks like an ultimate set with Mary Jane being kidnapped by Ultimate Green Goblin. Yeah. And, and Power Man. Yeah. In some kind of quadcopter. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um over in the Avengers Assemble area we've got looks like Captain America fighting Hydra in like some kind of really weird looking um off road tank thing with Red Skull and a Hydra soldier, so I really yeah. like this one. Yeah, I do too. And, and Captain America's on a motorcycle. Yeah, it's just all win. Yeah. And you get a, a Hydra soldier. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's a nice set. I wonder if there'll be uh, army builders with that. I don't know. Um, the last set, I think, is the one that people are going to probably dig the most because uh, it's called Hulk, Hulk Lab Smash, which means, of course, it's got the Hulk, and I know everybody really love that Hulk figure when they did it for um, the Avengers. And this one has Taskmaster, which is kind of an odd choice, I think, but kind of cool. At the same time, Thor, um, Falcon, of course, making his appearance because we got Captain America out next summer. And I think the figure that everybody is kind of surprised by is MODOK. That's pretty unique. Yeah. And there's a whole lab playset for them to kind of come, you know, Hulk comes out smashes through stuff. So apparently I'm sure they'll this, be... Apparently this set is like 400 pieces in this set. It really doesn't look it. Yeah. 400 is not a lot, though. No. I suspect there's a lot of action features going on there. Mm. Yeah. Things for Hulk to smash. But yeah, there's some good-looking pieces there. That's now what I've been better. doing since I last talked to you guys. been playing Marvel Superheroes with my boy. Yeah, cool. That's a lot of fun. Enjoying it? Yeah. Yeah, we didn't play it this weekend because um, I had to do some work, so I was commandeering the um, the computer. <laughs> but um, last few weekends, we've been putting in some solid hours together. I, I've heard nothing but good things about that game. Yeah, it's the best of the Lego games that I've played so far. I um, while we were doing our family room, my my Wii stuff was in like kind of where we had taken all the stuff out, and uh, I hadn't been able to play. And I had right before we started the whole project, I had started uh, Lego Star Wars. So I've been playing some Lego Star Wars again. I really enjoy that. They're just really well thought out games. You know, yeah. I've never played one of those Lego games that I've not liked. Mm. I'll have to get cool. the Indiana Jones one eventually. Yeah, that one's good. And speaking of Lego and things that are that we like, um, they announced this week that the. Um, sets for the Lego movie are coming out and they've they've shown off some of them. Looks like they're going to be available at the end of the month. Um, if you didn't know, there's a Lego movie coming next year. And uh, I did not. This is going to be kind of interesting because it looks like they've taken like regular objects and turned them into vehicles and things like that. And there are a bunch of these sets. Um, let's see, there's four, twelve... Uh, 13 sets, and then it looks like they're actually going to do one of the minifigure series based on um, the movie. So uh, you got a whole range of mini uh, there, a mermaid, the main guy. I think his name's Emmett, isn't it? Mm-hmm. 
the girl, she's wearing a, a dress on this one, which is kind of unusual. Panda, Shakespeare, Abraham Lincoln, construction guy, you know, all, all sorts of good things. Oh, there's a pantsless dude. Well, I think we've got our Ben figure for next year. <laughs> these um these sets uh I just think they're amazing. They're just so out there. I um I don't know. I mean obviously they're they're expecting the movie to be a really big deal, um, to support this. Yeah, and you know, they're they're fairly intricate sets for the price points they're at. Mm. I mean, you know, their smallest twelve ninety nine sets got three Lego figures and a horse and a glider. So, uh, you know, but then, um, when I was looking through them, the one that caught my eye is actually the, the second one on the page and it's called, uh, the melting room, which it might be a spoiler and I'm sorry, but it's what it's called and it's on the site. So it looks like it has a Lego robot police officer, um, the girl with her hood up and, and Emmett, um, it looks like kind of a James Bond Goldfinger type setup where they're gonna um, do something bad to Emmett, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I, but for but for twelve ninety nine, I think that's that's pretty good deal. It looks like. Yeah. Uh, I might have to get that set because you're getting two of the main characters from the movie for sure. So uh, I don't I don't see it looks like all win to me. Yeah, the um the. Couple of the, the sets that I've really have caught my eyes the uh, the the trash chomper that, one yeah, that one's cool. pretty cool and the um, the rescue reinforcement reinforcements with the transformer um, fire truck oh yeah yeah what about I you, I you, you I, was, on these? I was interested in the flusher mainly because I'm very interested in what that's going to be in the movie whether it's a toilet gone bananas or what mm. huh I wonder yeah. if he's some kind of Oh, he's got a toilet seat for a... It looks that way. ...steering wheel, maybe? Or a gun-aiming device? It's intriguing. And there's looks like there's some robot-type technology through all of these little black squares. Yeah. So yeah, I suspect that something's going amok in, in Lego City world. Um, yeah. The interesting thing is is when you when you look at these sets, they... In the, the trailer for the film, we see a lot of um, licensed properties, but in this one, in these sets, we don't see any of that, so you don't have the the Batman. Um, I was thinking that was the thing that was missing, because he kind of steals the trailer. Mm. Yeah, well, this uh, that's good that they don't put any of that in these sets, because it keeps the prices down. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you stick one of those licensed properties in. <laughs> Oh man, I was just looking at Lord Business's evil lair, and uh, they've got the Lord Business guy, I think, kind of jacked up in that one. I don't want to spoil it though, so. But that set looks kind of cool. <laughs> anyway. There's what um, looks like a My Little Pony in there, but it's more like a cat. It's a unicorn though, isn't it? Or is it a unicorn cat? Well, you know, you got that. You gotta have your unicorn cats. I love the um, the the outfit, the stilts outfit on that, um, that character. Yeah, I think that's Lord Business. Uh, There's a little tiny sign beside him that says, "Where are my pants?" Where are my pants? That's cool. <laughs> hey, I can't wait to see these. They're gonna be hard yeah. hard to resist. Yeah, I I can't wait. I actually am kind of excited to see the movie now. Now that I've seen sets, um, 
I really want to see the movie. So maybe this is you know stealing from our conversation we're about to have. have but uh, some of the Lego non-licensed property stuff that's come out this year, like um, recently, is really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Well, I I don't think in general I've ever seen something Lego that hasn't no. that hasn't been good. So, um, but we'll we'll talk about that a little later. So. Anyway, with that little teaser of what's to come, we will move on to everybody's favorite podcast game. Name that. It's time for everybody's favorite podcast game, like I just said. Name that. And every week I come on, I play a sound, and you guys are supposed to guess what it is. And sometimes people guess, sometimes they don't. And we will take a listen right here to last week's sound. You want to know what makes them super? Because they triumph over the evil and his brain is psychics. Using only their tools, and they battle the hideous dino human army. Those Scary. All right, and uh, gentlemen, did you have any idea what that was before our good friend Eddie guessed it? No, no. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I was I was being very amused by all the beeps. The beeps <laughs> well, you just, know, the, there was a different type of beep this week, wasn't it? Mm, I don't think so. Yeah. I think it always defaults to the same one, but it, it might be. It's John's beep show. You know whose fault that is. Yeah. That is that that is our friend Tom's fault because Tom's he said he gets amused when there's beeps because he thinks of people swearing. So uh, that just encouraged me. Um, as I said, Eddie kind of guessed Eddie three four two nine. Guess this one, and it's um, Super Mario Brothers figures. So there you go, kind of a, a different one. Um, and when I say Super Mario Brothers, I don't mean. Um, the game versions, I actually mean the movie versions. If you guys remember back a while, there was a movie version of everybody's favorite plumber. And, uh, it was awful. Yeah, it was awful. And uh, none of the creatures really probably looked like what they should. And that was a toy line based on that movie. So um, Eddie's kind of scaring me, to be honest, because I, I don't know where he gets these things from, like that one. I, I have no idea how he got that. He's some kind of, you know, rain man when it comes to toy audio commercials, I guess. I, he's, he's really starting to worry me. Hmm. Um, oh, we also had one other name that development over the week, and that is uh, Hyperion finally got the gold tooth picture that's on tvandfilmtoys.com. Um, that one's been bothering him for, uh, I think, over a year now. Um, and he figured out, well, I'm going to say he figured it out, but I, I gave him a hint the other day because it was... Uh, Christopher Plummer's birthday and um, the Star Trek people were wishing him happy birthday. I sent him a link to that and he finally figured out that it was um, Chang from uh, Star Trek Undiscovered Country. I think it's Chang. Yeah, General Chang. And the gold tooth came with him, which if you remember, he's the one that quotes uh, Shakespeare um, through the movie. But 
ironically, that gold tooth was not his. It was actually Chancellor Gorkhan's. When he first beams over to the Enterprise, you can see it quite prominently in the movie. Um, he's using it as a cane um, when he beams over for dinner. <laughs> I've just... Dinner. I, I just showed off way too much Star Trek knowledge, didn't I? Yeah, probably. <sighs> anyway, so good on you guys. I, I that, that was really cool. So... Anyway, we will move on to this week's sound, and we will have our great audio experts put that in right here. Hey, dudes, bedtime. Do you A, obey the babysitter, B, beg to stay up, C, hit her with thermonuclear breath? We'll put that in one more time. Hey, dudes, bedtime. Do you A, obey the babysitter, B, beg to stay up, C, hit her with thermonuclear breath? Well, after listening to those, if you guys have any um, guesses or, you know, bird calls that you'd like to uh, think that those are, then uh, come on over to AFBforum.com. That's AFBforum.com. Probably the uh, most collector-friendly toy forum on the web, um, I, I have to say, in general, because uh, we have comic book people, we've got toy people, um, no collecting focus is out of range for us, so please come on over and join the forum and join in the fun. And we all um, fit back in our packages. Yes, we do. Well, I don't, but I put on a few pounds over the holidays, so... And um, doesn't come, come with packaging. No twist ties. Yeah. All rubber bands, so they stretch if you put on weight. Come on over and leave a guess because, uh, you know, guessing's fun. And if you win, you get forum points, which, like I said last week, if you, you get enough forum points, you can win pogs. So uh, at least that's what I heard is coming for the 2014 promotion. And after that, we will be right back with the Toy of the Week. Coming from the farthest reaches of the universe to challenge the worst villains on Earth are the most powerful heroes ever in the Battle of the Superpowers Collection. Can it be the Supermobile on the attack? The Lexor 7 armed with kryptonite? Will the Supermobile repel those deadly rays? You bet. Ready for battle? Activate Ram! New from Kenner's Superpowers Collection. Vehicles and figures with power action, each sold separately. Flying lessons for Penguin? Fish bait for Luther? Can the Supermobile defeat the Lexor 7? You decide. Well, it's time for one of our great feature segments, and one that we all look forward to. It's Toy of the Week. Yay! Dun, every, dun, episode, dun, dun. every episode, we take turns looking at a toy or collectible in detail. Um, maybe it's something bizarre from our collections, or maybe it's just something we have plastic fantasies about. But anyway, this week, Adam, you have the Toy of the Week, so what are you fantasizing about? Yeah, we knew that word was going to come up, didn't we? So this week we're talking about the SH Figure Arts Sailor Moon, and God knows we've talked about this enough already uh, through previews and solicits and everything else, so I figured we might as well talk about it now that I've got one. So this was released this year. It was only a couple of months ago. Mine's gotten to me in the last couple of weeks, um, delayed being waiting for other things to build up in my big bad pile of loot. Uh, she's a wonderful figure that goes for about Forty nine ninety nine. If you're getting it from Big Bad Toy Store, find it from somewhere else for a better price. Go for it. Uh, packaging is your standard figure arts packaging with a lovely, colourful box. In fact, it's a more colourful box than many of the other ones. Um, with you know a couple of different poses on the back and 
a nice bit of windowing into the front to show you Sailor Moon. And uh, I'm just trying to think where that runs up. No, it doesn't show you Luna. Um, there you go. So she stands about six or seven inches tall, so standard size for the line. She comes with millions and millions of swap out this, that, the others. So there's like six faces total. There's some ridiculous number of hands. Um, I think it's like eight and, or five and three or something silly, uh, of each hand. She comes with, um, a moon stick that doesn't have the crystal in it and a moon stick with a crystal in it. She comes with a tiara disc for when she's throwing a tiara and she comes with a figure stand. So quite a lot for your 50 bucks. And a cat. And a cat, Luna. So the, the paintwork is really good. Um, depending on the light that you're in, the bows look kind of a metallic pink or they look a bit red, uh, which is interesting and I guess for different people and, and depending on how long ago it's been they've seen the show and whatever. Some people think it's more of a pinky colour that she's meant to have. Some think it's more of a red colour. So I guess if it looks a bit each way, that's kind of a good bet. Um, she's got all the usual figure arts levels of possibility, that is to say insane, um, to the point where her pigtails are posable, which is kind of cool. Uh, for those that want to know, uh, yes, she has panties on. The reason that, that she clearly has panties on is because, well, her torso is all white, so it just blends in. Uh, yeah, it, it's generally a great figure. Um, the problems that I have with, with the figure, the only real problem that I have, is that she doesn't balance brilliantly because she's got the pigtails and they kind of make her a little bit top-heavy and she's got tiny, tiny, tiny little feet. She doesn't do the best job of balancing so it's probably a good thing they did give us a figure stand um the the luna is pretty good um she's pretty basic as far as levels of articulation her tail moves but it really just kind of rotates around um and her head rotates as well but she's a good scale she you know is about the same size as my uh snowy from tintin uh keyring so there you go you pose those two together um, as far as, you know, the faces, there's a serious face. In fact, there's a couple of different serious faces. Um, there's a mildly happy face, there's a winking face, there's a shouty face, there's a just about to cry face. And one of the serious faces doesn't have the tiara, so if you want to have her throwing the tiara as a disc thing, there's one without a tiara. Uh, I have to say, those faces, like, when they're out of the package, are disturbing. Yeah, they are. It's not right. <laughs> now, do, does her hair have to come off, and that's how you change the faces? Or Yeah. So you pull off her bangs, um, and that was a pain in the ass the first time I did it. So I didn't actually, like, I tried just gently pulling on the bangs, and they weren't moving. So I just pulled from the bottom of the face upwards, and that took the bangs off with it. And then you put the face on, and then you put the bangs over the top of that. Hmm. And in the... Um... Uh, some of the images I've seen of the packaging, the um, Luna appears to come with a bit of a pyjamas. Is that just protector movement in the package? Do yeah, that's that's just like a little bit of protecting wrapper, mm. which is kind of cool. I think the interesting thing was, um, from what I was reading when they initially announced it, was Luna was a, 
uh, first release only. So similar to how Ben uh, with his Godzilla figure didn't have the fire breath yeah. accessory, so it's definitely seems to be one of the rewards they continue to do for people that buy things first up. Hmm. It's a cool looking figure. Sure is. So these. This is how many are in this series? Is this the first one, or has it been going for a while? So this is the first one. They've already got Sailor Mercury out. Um, Sailor Mars has been announced, and Jupiter and Venus uh, have been solicited, but haven't been given a release date yet. Mm. So you will get all the main characters by the look of things, which is kind of cool. Mm. Um, setting everyone up for spending more money down the line, which is great. That's what. But, and, you know, I mean, as far as everything goes, you, you know what you're going to get from Figure Arts product anyway. So once you're on the hook, as soon as they announce another property that you're vaguely interested in, you're pretty much guaranteed you're going to give them your money. So um, as far as the dolly rating goes, I, I'm trying to think why I wouldn't give this a 10. And I'm thinking the balance thing is one. Um, and also it is just like, you get a lot of stuff with it, but the figure itself is fractionally basic, so I reckon I'd give this about an 8 out of 10. Hmm. Hmm. I expected higher. Yeah. See how we go with the next couple that come out. Especially that Sailor Mars. She was always a hottie. <laughs> huh. You don't say. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all we get to say about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, have you been using your your proplica as a um, uh, sex toy, or no? I don't have any proplicas, thankfully. Are the moonstick? Yeah, but the the two moonsticks that come with it, you know, they're only tiny. They maybe work as action figure sex toys, but I haven't bothered taking them out yet. Don't worry, the the sailor scouts will be using the um the toilets when I finish putting them together. <laughs> Pictures you know, will be made available. I, I wasn't going to ask, but. Okay. Well, on that note, we will we will wrap up Toy of the Week. Um, and when we come back, we'll be talking about new items that we've added to our collection. You can make them fly or jump or crash your wall. Superhero action figures over seven inches tall. Each sold separately. Superman, Batman, Incredible Hulk. You can make them do their thing. Even make Spider-Man slide down a string. Lots of action for one and all. These superhero action figures each sold separately. Batman, Superman, Incredible Hulk, and Spider-Man each sold separately by Mego. Well, we're all here because we collect and feeding the addictions where we kind of take some time and talk about things that we've collected recently because, you know, we need stuff and we're always getting stuff and that's kind of just what collectors do. Um, we wouldn't have a podcast if we didn't do that. So anyway, we probably have all gotten some stuff. Um, we know that Adam has probably gotten more disturbing stuff than the rest of us. So we'll start with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's possibly fair. Um, so I've got my Sailor Moon. I also got my Sailor Mercury. I've got my Figure Arts Krillin. Um, though on the box it's Klylin or Klylin or something. They were using one of the original people to dub Dragon Ball Z's um, dub name. I got a figure stand, which is a Tamashi figure stand for um, Saint Cloth Myth, which I think was a re. I think that show was a redo of Saint Seiya from the eighties, but that had a whole bunch of um, uh, f- fireball projectile type um, 
accessories that came with it, so that was kind of cool. Uh, I got some display boxes. I got Revoltech Ava 8 Beta and Ava 9. I got the final Marvel Universe Wave and the second Avengers 3 and 3 quarter Wave. And that's me. That's a pretty sweet swag. Yeah. How those display boxes go? Yeah, they're really good. Um, so basically it's... Um, you know how you get kind of those plastic binders that have the like the little grooved thing at the corner where it seals the plastic front of the binder. So it's got kind of that kind of deal at the corner and it comes as a sheet and you just fold it out and plonk it in the bottom bit and then you plonk another plastic bit on the top and you just put a, um, if you wanted to put it on the wall, it's got some hanging stuff for putting it on the wall. And if you don't want it, you can just leave it on your desk. Yeah. And it comes with a reflective back. So yeah, yeah. They're, good. they're fairly cheap as well. Oh, really? Hmm. And what have you, um, you got, you got two, didn't you? I got two sets of two. Two sets of two, so what have you, uh, what are you planning to put in them? So I've put some of my Evangelion figures in two of them, I'll put my Sailor Moon stuff in another one of them, which leaves me with one to fill, and I don't know what I'm going to put in there yet. Hmm. Mm. Cool. Nice. Yeah. It's always good to put things in things. Yeah, and it's doesn't take up any floor real estate because I've got them up on the wall, so that's another benefit. Cool. Well, it's been so long since I've been on, so I, um, I've i picked up a bunch of shit. It's all pretty good. I um, I have picked up my first Funko Pop figure myself, which was accidental. Uh-oh. <laughs> was, um, I think Scott mentioned last week that he picked up a dark side one. Uh, and that's the one I picked up. Um, I was in I was in EB Games for some reason. It might have been to do with the Marvel Marvel um, Lego superheroes game. And uh, I go, oh wow, they've got them for a reasonable price. So I grabbed that one. And then the same weekend, I um, was in Target. I think might have been Kmart, and um, I bought the Star Wars Black series, um, the three and three quarter inch uh, Darth Vader. Just couldn't couldn't pass up on that. It's a, it's a very good little figure. Thought um, you know I could relive my childhood a little bit there. And nice. Yeah, I'm really happy with that. Um, I have got the Black series series three Han, um, Greedo, and Boba. Um, also um, picked up an extra R2-D2 and Luke um, from the Amazon uh, Black Friday sales and gave those to my boy. He uh, got a really good school report and brought those out and he was really, really happy with them. Nice. Oh. I also picked up in that sale um, a Stormtrooper and Biker Scout um, three and three quarter figures which I have, and an extra Darth Vader. Which I think I might just um, use for Christmas gifts for um, kids that are going to be around on uh, Christmas Day. Cool. So not for target practice? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's a good idea too. I actually was thinking maybe the um, in hand the Stormtrooper and, and the Biker Scout would look better than they do in the solicited picks, and they don't really. <laughs> the Biker Scout looks pretty good, but the Stormtrooper looks like a piece of poo. Um... Also picked up a Trinity Batman figure from DC Direct, um, just so I could get the cape. So got that figure, tore the cape, 
off, threw the figure in a box. It's actually a pretty crappy figure for that Trinity mm -hmm. Batman. I think it's actually pretty hard to get too, but I got it from one of our um, Chinese friends. Nice. Um, but, and also picked up a cheap uh, NECA um, Donatello turtle, which I will probably be reserving for a present for my son, because I know he likes them, and I thought it would only be fair if I found one cheap to get one for him. Sure. Nothing wrong with that at all. No. And, um, oh yeah, and a Daredevil poster. Um, the current series, the seem to be, seem to be renumbered at number one Daredevil series. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, it's the cover to number one by Paolo Rivera, and it's the one where, um, the city is, um, it's not outlined, it's all shapes formed by, um, sound effect words. So, for instance, there's a shape of a pigeon in the word, made up with the words, you know, flap, 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 and coo, 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 and all these other sound effects going on in the city. It's an awesome picture, and it looks good on the wall. Cool. I haven't bought a superhero poster for probably 25 years. It's crazy oh, cool. talk. So there's a few things. Yeah, there's a few things. Hmm. What about you? I haven't, been on so, I haven't been on in so long that I probably would have way too much stuff to list out. But um, some items to note. I picked up a Silver Surfer Doctor Strange Marvel Universe 2-pack. <laughs> and I picked it up because, well, it was on clearance for 7 bucks, so uh, I couldn't couldn't turn up that and uh the silver surfer's nice i like the color and the finish on him because he's kind of pearlescent but the figure's crap <laughs> yeah I've, I've had that figure and i and i went through the hassle of trying to fill in some of the um the musculature to make him a little bit smoother well it's not even it's not even that that bothers me it's just the way he's articulated and has to fit on the board it's just yeah, that's been a problem with pretty much every one of the Silver Surfers. If they had given him a stand to where you could put the board on it to where he looked right, I'd probably been okay with it. But um, anyway, that, that'll be a subject of a review coming up, I'm sure. And um, I also picked up uh, Marvel Universe Punisher because he's one of my favorite characters. And um, I haven't opened him yet, so I don't have anything to report there. Cool. Yeah. Well... I could go into more, but I'm not going to, so unless somebody has something else, we will move on to everybody's favorite segment. What is this, Bizarro World? Well, Red Card, it is a chance to poke fun and, you know, maybe just vent some frustrations at the WTF moments in our hobby, whether they're announcements or fails of action figures or just plain stupid stuff. And this week, handing out the well-deserved penalty is Adam. So over to you, Adam. Thank you, thank you. Well, just when you thought that, you know, with the, the end of the DC line as a sub and the, the uh, Masters of the Universe classic sub kind of starting to wind down, just when you thought that Maddie Collector would finally, you know, get off our shit list and, and maybe be ignored by us a little bit, They've gone and done something that really, for me, puts them right back at the top. And that is that they've announced something they're calling Matty Money. In other words, gift certificates for, um, for your toy collecting fan or toy collector in your house. Uh, they're now going to be available year-round in amounts of $25, $50, and $100, and they've given you information on how it works. 
how it works is you're giving money to a company who consistently treats your geek like shit. Um, and, you know, you'll be able to purchase products for lines that they will cancel or have already cancelled, and they will have to go through the hassle of Digital River, which I'm sure will not be made easier by having a gift certificate compared to a credit card. I just I don't understand why anyone would let someone give them this. I'm sure you would say, get a refund on your credit card and give me $25, please. Yep. Yeah, the first thing I thought was Digital River are going to handle this, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Well, here's here's the kicker in the whole deal. Entire gift certificate must be spent in a single transaction. The remaining balance cannot be accrued. Value add. Yeah. So if somebody, you know, is feeling generous and gives you a $100 gift certificate... You better find $100 worth to buy. Yeah, and that could be tough on, on Maddie Collector at any one time, really. Yeah. So, um, yeah, when they are willing to start giving me a tax receipt saying they're a charitable donation, I will consider it. <laughs> but uh, until then, they can have a big fat red card. Yeah. Bam, bam. I'm sure they must have a whole wall of them by now, don't they? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're laminating them. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we need to work it into the budget to have plaques made next year. We'll send yeah. them out. <laughs> After that really well-deserved fail, um, is our discussion topic of the week. Vigo presents the Star Trek action figures featuring the crew of the Enterprise, Captain James T. Kirk, their fearless leader, Dr. Bones McCoy, caring for the health of the Enterprise crew, Scotty, the chief engineer in charge of the transporter room, Mr. Spock, the Vulcan, second in command, and the Klingon, enemy of the Star Trek crew. Star Trek action figures, complete with accessories shown, each sold separately from Mego. Well, our discussion topic of the night is Lego license properties. Have they ruined the fun? And this topic was Adam's idea, but um, kind of a little background. You know, if uh, we think about Lego, um, a lot of us have very fond memories of, of playing with Legos. Oh, see, I said it wrong. Playing with Lego as a kid, um, you know, and really what what did you do? You built all sorts of fantastic creations. And, um, you know, a lot of us didn't necessarily look at a box or a diagram to figure out what those things were going to be. Um, but with a lot of the licensed properties we've seen come into the line, uh, maybe some of that fun has, has disappeared. So, um, we will kick this off and, and get Adam's thoughts on it because, you know, obviously it was his idea. Hurrah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I was thinking about this. Uh, a while ago, about the the mid nineties, Lego, or as I say, it, Lego was you know disappearing from shelves. It was kind of halfway dead. That you couldn't really just sell city stuff anymore, and all their attempts at that stage to branch out, which were all the predecessors to um, things like Atlantis and. Space Police and whatever the hell else they've got these days, we're not really helping them that much. Um, and at that stage, Lego pretty much started striking deals with um, with licensing companies. So, I mean, the first year that they had licensed product, from what I can recall, was um, 1999, and they had a, a Lego Winnie the Pooh, um, 
which I'm sure did wonders for them because it ran until only a couple of years ago. But they also struck a deal that, that really has just continued on and on and on and to this day, and it tied in nicely with a movie that was released that year, and that license was Star Wars. From that, they've, I think, you know, basically got themselves back on their feet at that stage and, and had a license to print money, um, and they've just kept hammering licensing. So, you know, they've had the DC Universe stuff and the Marvel Universe stuff. They've had Lord of the Rings. They've had The Hobbits. They've had Lone Ranger. They've had Ninja Turtles. They've had Indiana Jones. They've had uh, Prince of Persia. What else have they Speed had? Racer. Speed Racer was done at one stage. They did Formula One stuff. Uh, uh, I'm sure I'm missing other stuff. Avatar, The Last Airbender. Uh, you know, it it just has got to the point where it's just everything, you know, parts of the Caribbean. Um, and for all that they've done that, they've kind of pushed, to some extent, out the average Lego builder. You know, I mean, there was a time when all you could get was more or less city Lego, and then they put in um, pirates and, and stuff and the space stuff. Um, and then they started trying to branch out and say, oh, well, girls need specific Lego because they never needed it before, but now they needed it. And every, every instance of that seems to get worse. And then the, the license stuff comes in and, and take, seems to take over and jack up the prices and everything else. So I think it's a, a reasonable question to say is what is everyone's take on what the hell has happened with Lego? Hmm. So guys. Well, anyway. No, I was just going to say it's an interesting point about the girls' Lego thing. That's a real pet peeve of mine, um, uh, particularly when I was buying the uh, Lego advent calendars for the kids this year. Lego, the city Lego City advent calendar was not sold in Australia. I had to order it from um, England, I think, or Germany, mm. um, because they meant finally Star Wars advent calendars are on the shelves, the Lego yeah. Star Wars shelves. Um, and, and so instead of selling the city ones, they go, well, Star Wars is for boys, so we better get a, co- a girl's calendar. So that friggin' Lego Friends advent calendar was the other option. Yeah. And uh, we're not bringing that shit into our house. <laughs> so, so I have to order uh, a set from overseas to get, you know, the proper Lego. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's one of the ones that my wife is constantly, she hates the fact that there is even specifically girl Lego. She... Yeah. She says the whole point of Lego Lego is that it's meant to be gender neutral. It should just be a present for everyone. And yeah, okay, there's there's a whole lot of the stuff that's becoming more and more boy centric. So you know the licensed property stuff for things like Star Wars. She goes, ah, hmm. girls aren't interested in Star Wars at a young age. That's just that's not for girls. That's for boys. And you know things like Ninjago and whatever else. She goes, ah, that's just for boys. Where's the, the good solid Lego City stuff, you know? She says, oh, I think it was Belleville was Belleville and I think Paradisa mm. um, was before that and it was kind of, it was not so much different shaped figures and whatever and it was not all bright pink colours. It was, you know, a little bit more sedate and it's just gotten further and further from that. Mm. Yeah, it does seem... Well, yeah, that part's just unnecessary, but I guess it is a, a reaction to there being lots of boy licenses, like you say. Mm. Mm. I, I kind of wonder, though, you know, 
um, has the license property kind of, you know, has it fueled that interest? And now we're seeing people wanting to buy just plain Legos. Lego, sorry. I'm going to get this right before the end of this. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I look at the minifigures and people just snap those up and, and those aren't licensed. So, and I, but the thing is, is the number one thing I hear is that everybody wants licensed minifigures in blind bags, which I can understand them not wanting to do. Yeah. Cause it'd cost the earth. But at the same time, I, what are they doing with their, because are they just putting on little displays or are they building things for them to play with? Because that's the thing. Why do you need a, buy, a blind bag minifigure if you've got that minifigure and that minifigure and that minifigure, which are the ones that I want anyway, in a in a playset essentially? So, you know, if I don't want the playset, well, it's costing me an arm and leg. But if I do, then I've got something to do with it apart from just going, oh, there's, you know, a Batman and a Robin and a, a Mr. Freeze in a line. It's just strange behavior to me. See, I would think that, that people that want the superhero figures would want more and more of the city stuff because this this is a pet peeve of mine. There's no, like in Marvel Universe, there's no civilians. Yeah. You know, there's no little girl to rescue. There's no, um, you know, elderly couple walking down the street that gets, you know, barraged by the Sandman. Uh, so... With Lego City, you have that opportunity, you know, where you can build a city for them to, you know, the superheroes to fight in and, you know, rob banks and uh, yeah. lock them up in the jail, that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. It's, I think the franchise, um, sorry, the license property stuff must be um, good for them overall, though, because they are they are producing quite a lot of non-licensed properties at the moment. So they've got, um, uh, so they've still got Creator and City and Technic. Um, and then they've got um, their semi-regular space theme set. So at the moment it's Galaxy Squad, which I actually think is really, really good, um, a good theme that they've got going there. Um, uh, what else have they got there? Ninjago, Chima. Yeah, those types of things. Um, Pharaoh's Quest, I assume, is their own. Monster Fighters is theirs. Dino, things like this. I mean, they're, they're, yeah. they're putting out plenty of their own sort of themes. And I'm wondering if they would be able to do that without having the licensed properties to support them and to have the, you know, the video games to support them. Yeah. And I think that's definitely a fair point. I don't think they'd have a chance of of even thinking about it um, if it wasn't for the licensed products. I think they would have gone under. And instead, they're now up in, I think, the top two or three. Um, and depending on how you look at it, I think they're actually top as far as um, revenue and sales and stuff. So clearly they've done something that's, that's worked for them. But, you know, at, at what price, I guess, is the the question from a traditional Lego fan's point of view. Mm. Yeah, I guess for, um, I don't know, I mean, whenever whenever my son gets a new set, whether it's a licensed one or if it's, a, you know, it's one of the Lego properties, you know, you're always looking at the, um, the pieces that come with it and, you know, oh, shit, that's a new piece. We haven't had one of those before. And, you know, it's always a fun part of any set, whether it's, whether it is, you know, licensed or not. Um, mm. But, uh, you know, as long as it's not, you know, one big solid 
thing that takes up half the package, you know, as a custom piece that you can't use for anything else. Well, that's different. But... It requires zero building. Yeah, zero building. Congratulations, it's already built. Yeah. I, I have to ask something about your son. When he plays Lego, does he build outside the instructions or does he build it as the instructions are and that's it? I uh, know he builds out, so he'll 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 build a set. Oh, that's cool. Um, and then he'll try and keep it together for you know a long time. Or if it's a new set, he'll you know build it and then take it apart and rebuild it. You know, just because that bit was fun. The actual building it is the fun bit, and then it looks awesome. And then okay, on to the next thing. Um, he likes to get instructions for other things and build them with his own pieces, even if he doesn't have that set. So, for instance, he bought he built the Avengers um, Quinjet. It was on his Christmas list and on his wish list, and I'm going, dude, you just built it with bits you have. You're not getting the Quinjet. <laughs> <laughs> didn't help that it's last season product, so it's harder to come by. But um, And he said, yeah, that's a fair call. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And, and he also does his own creative stuff, you know, and he, he'll just go off in tangents where he'll... It's, uh, so, for instance, I gave him the Star Wars black figures, uh, Luke and um, R2-D2, and um, he recreated... He already had those figures in Lego minifigures, and then he recreated the actual packaging that comes with those, the black packaging with the, um, the bright orange um, striping, and he just goes and recreates things. In Lego. Yeah, I saw the picture of that. That's really cool. Um, neat little display. Yeah. I, I, I asked that question because this is what I, I see with the like, you know, the licensed properties in particular is, is people tend to, okay, I'm going to build this set just the way it is because I want it to look like that. Mm. And then they, they just leave them, you know. And I think that's kind of taken away some of the fun because I know when I was a kid, that was the thing is I'd, you know, I had the space dudes and I'd, I'd sit down and get all my blocks out and, you know, I'd build some big space tower thing. Yeah. Um, and and I, I don't know what the license properties, if, if kids really are into that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it is interesting. I mean, um, I was, I was thinking, you know, with some of these things, uh, there'd be some people who just collect sets rather than, you know, just pick, you know, get one or two out of a theme and that's enough. Um, that they, they actually, you know, like the action figure collecting mentality will be buying sets. Um, and, well, they might not just, they might just not take them out of the box at all. So that's a, that's a problem. But um, uh, I think buying, buying a set, making it and then that's it that um there's nothing wrong with that yeah and it's missing part of the joy mm -hmm. like i understand for some of the big expensive sets he's probably gonna at least do it and just leave it there for years like that and maybe you'll take it apart but mm. but if that's the only thing you can think of doing with a set is putting it together to look exactly like that and you're going there you go i'll never ever ever want to do anything else with that Okay, you, you couldn't just have a photo of it. Why? <laughs> I find it funny when you're on eBay having a, having a look for sets, and and there's quite a lot of um, people selling sets that they've built. Yeah, I've really? built it. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have the box, but I've got the instructions. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's a here's something different, and. Uh... I saw this recently. It's called Plego, P-L-E-Y-G-O. 
and it's essentially like Netflix for Legos. So you want to build a Death Star set? You get on there and you say, I want to build a Death Star set. They send it to you, you build it, you keep it as long as you want, and then you send it back and swap it out. Hmm. It's quite a code. It is, but it isn't. I mean, again, that's, you know, that's almost encouraging you. Okay, I'm going to build this just the way it is. I'm not going to go outside the range and, and you wouldn't want to mix it with your own pieces because, you know, you got to send it back with the right pieces and stuff. So I assume that there's some kind of fine if you lose pieces and break pieces and whatever else. Well, it looks like you, they understand that and you can, you can lose a few pieces and yeah, they what happens if you. I lose a piece? Um, up to 10 pieces you can uh, yeah. be covered. But you're going to pick the bits that are, like if you're going to game the system, you'll pick the bits that are hardest to get or most expensive. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So you could do that and just start eBaying them. Yeah. Huh. And do it consistently. Yeah, 10 minifigures from the Death Star set done. Yeah. Yeah, I bet you they charge you for that. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe they don't even send minifigures. Yeah. Can yeah, I buy I the know. set if my kid wants to keep it? Yes, if your child loves the set and wants to keep it. But I guess the other thing that's interesting is um, because they're licensed properties, it's kind of driven that, to some extent, it's driven the secondary market up a bit as well. So, I mean, some of these sets, like the Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2 sets, they're ridiculously expensive, like the ones from, you know, the original um, Sam Raimi movies. Yeah. They're, they're ridiculously expensive if you're even vaguely interested in them these days. I can only imagine that some of the other things, like some of the the um, reported stuff, is probably going to go that way. Yeah. Oh yeah, I gotta think it would. And there's the earlier Batman stuff as well. Like yeah, that's through the roof. That has been for years. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's just Lego, man. Yeah, it's a bunch of blocks. Yeah. Well, speaking of Batman, um, that ties into a little of our discussion earlier, and that's um, the Lego Movie. You know, we, we kind of mentioned that those sets coming out don't include licensed properties, but, um, you know, they're obviously very intricate. And, you know, it'll be kind of interesting to see how that plays into all this because it's not licensed, but it's still a movie and, you know, you got minifigures. But it looks like they're almost encouraging people to go outside the box with their creations with some of the stuff that, you know, you see in the sets. Yeah, which it, I think is great. Yeah, that's really encouraging some some um, different use. Yeah. Yeah, this this Lego movie series is going to make me broke. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I think, you know, we kind of touched on it when we were talking about that. I think the prices for the sets, you know, at least what's there, look to be fairly reasonable when compared against a, a licensed set. Yeah, I mean, I've always had a rough estimate that you're paying 30% more in license costs. Yeah. It might not be that much. It might be more like 2025, but it's definitely um, a premium on, on above a, a standard Lego set. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, it'll it, it'll be interesting to see how that works out because, I mean, you're going to have, okay, here the kid's going to be able to go watch the movie and then the parents aren't going to be as opposed probably to buying, you know, a Lego movie set as opposed to, oh, hey, I can buy this Batman set for $40, but I can buy this Lego movie set for, you know, 30 mm. that looks just as intricate. I, I think I would probably be buying the $30 set. 
Yeah, I mean, that would be a good thing if that's the outcome because, you know, the licensed properties aren't going to stop selling. Um, there's not too many licensed products that just sit and rot on the shelves. I think the, the actually, I think the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stuff's not selling really fast, but generally it, they all It did move. it first and then it kind of slowed down. Yeah. I think they just needed to make it easier to get all four turtles with yeah. a couple of cheap sets and they would have sold everything but yeah but I think that'd be yeah that'd be a good thing if people are just buying Lego brand Lego yeah I, I think so too there's still nothing wrong with just buying a, a kid a box of bricks oh that's fantastic that's, can, can you even do that friends. though you sure yeah. can you can huh. buy starter boxes of bricks and whatever and if you don't mind kids having second hand bricks you just go on eBay and buy a bulk lot of how many kilos of bricks anyway? Yeah, yeah. You get them, get them a box of that, and you can mix it up with a couple of sets of something, you know, a little bit fancier. Um, but yeah, they're just a, a great starting point. Yeah. See, I don't know if I've ever, or recently, if I've ever seen a, a just plain starter set in the store. Well, you can, you've, you may have noticed there's a pink uh, box with rounded corners that yeah. uh, uh, for the girls so that they know mm. that it's girly, and it's just the same Lego with a few sort of pink and purple bits spliced in with it. It's the one that makes, like, the little front of a house or whatever, I think. Oh, yeah, 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 we had one of those. Um, but there's cardboard boxes with uh, um, plastic lids. Yeah. Uh, with Lego shape. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are just plain blocks, aren't they? Yeah, but, they're, yeah. you know, they've got a few bits and pieces in there. What I think's... Um, Interesting is how far the Lego property is spreading outside now into everything. So, you know, egg cups and um, pencil cases and other stationery and... Ice cube trays, uh, ice block makers... Alarm clocks. Alarm clocks, torches and lamps and lights. Yeah. Christmas ornaments. Yeah, it's hard not to get sucked into it, but I, I think I've managed to go, no, no, just don't need it. <laughs> but uh, yeah. is is that good for the, the generic Lego line? Well, it I can't think be bad. There's a lot of that is licensed, though, a lot of the Well, not so much the, the um, I think it's more the alarm clocks and the, the lamps are licensed. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they've done licensed plush Lego people. I can't <laughs> remember. But, I mean, the other thing is, um, you know, you, some of that gear, I think, is kind of partially driven by having set up the theme parks that they've got, and there's, I think, what, six of them now? Mm. Because, you know, obviously you're going to sell Lego sets, but what else can you sell to people that are there? Because there's only so much Lego you can take home with you, so what else can you fit for the person who already has tons yeah. of Lego? Well, we, um, we went to the one in Denmark. Um, my son's actually been twice. But, um, yep, we bought egg cups and ice cube trays. Cool. As well as... I've never been to one of those. I, I'm scared. No, they're awesome. Go. Oh, yeah, you should go. They're, they're really awesome. And if you stay in the hotel that's part of the Lego land, you get Lego-shaped french fries. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I, I'd be afraid I'd never leave. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Like, the, the Miniland stuff is just amazing. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, that's, that's a good point, you know, and that's where, where you, you kind of first saw it, but now it's everywhere. Yeah, I hadn't mm. seen it. Outside of Lego Land, I hadn't seen it the way it is now. 
went into Officeworks um, a couple of weeks ago, and it was everywhere in Officeworks. Hmm. Stationery, um, like I said, the pencil cases, the notebooks, the the everything you could do in a in a office products shop, Lego style. Yeah, well, with, with a movie coming, I only expect that to get a little worse. Or better, depending on how you Bigger. But you don't want them just sitting there and going to bargain bins. No, that's true too. But normally their stuff doesn't, you know, it doesn't make it that long normally. I think the, um, yeah, the only thing I have seen actually go to bargain bins is their overpriced storage solutions. <laughs> and they don't have a horrible head. They, and they don't go bargain bin price, but they get discounted eventually because people can't, shop owners yeah. can't move them. I like the head. head. No. I like the head. Oh, I hate it. It doesn't like work. That. We've got one. Oh, either it doesn't work or I'm just special needs. They just can't fit enough Lego. And if you're a serious Lego person, there's just never oh, yeah. something big enough to fit your Lego in. Yeah, but you also, like, I just find that the pieces that it filters, it doesn't do a great job. Oh, it. you mean the uh, the filter thing, right? Yeah. No, yeah. I just meant, I thought you were just talking If you took out the filter layers, it's probably fine. But. Mm. <laughs> Anyway, this is turning into a general Lego discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think we'll probably we'll probably wrap it up here. I'm sure as the movie comes along, we will probably revisit this topic at least once or twice. Um, but if you know you're listening out there and you're outraged by something we said, um, or if you're uh, um, you know an adult fan of Lego and, and you got some comments of your own about licensed properties, you can. Let us know at podcast at afactionfigureblues.com, right? I think that's what it is. Something yep. like that. And, um, and, if, and if you've got kids or for yourself, make sure you sign up to the Lego Club magazine. And if you're even more serious and you um, want your kids to figure out how to build Lego without instructions or without buying license sets, get them to um, subscribe to the Brick Journal magazine from tomorrow's publishing. Mm-hmm. That'll keep them busy. Well, there you go. Um, We'll wrap up this topic and come back and close it out, and we'll talk to you in a minute. Ah, the father and son road trip. Just a little imagination and you're good to go. Desert highways, scenic vistas, overly active wildlife. Did they just build a souvenir stand that sells extra hair? Nice. Yes, when you build together, the possibilities are endless. So, gentlemen, hold on to your hats and start your Lego road trip today at buildtogether.com. Well, before we finish off the episode, we have some feedback from our listeners to share with you. If you'd like to hear your questions, comments, or um, my little pony fan fiction read out on future episodes, email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com. No, 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 no. There will be none of that. No, there will be more of that. (laughs) <laughs> only when only when Scott's on. <laughs> What's the name and for um, fan fiction with porn? Is it slashy? Just, yeah. 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 Okay. Moving on. Yeah. I, I just forgot where I was going, and I I don't know. Oh, yeah. Um, I did have a piece of feedback this week, and it wasn't a written piece of feedback. It was actually audio, and uh, our friend Clint from the Final Shot Saloon, on his recent episode, he gave himself a gallows, which is his equivalent of a um, red card, 
because when he was on episode 92, he thought he talked too fast. And I have to say, you didn't talk too fast, buddy. You're just being self-critical and don't worry about it. You sounded great. So um, don't worry about it. It was a good episode. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So anyway, um, that will wrap us up. Oh, I also wanted to give a shout out to a couple of new forum members and that's uh Dave two, four, seven, six and uh Kalsor. Welcome to the forum. I think that would be how you'd say that Kalsor. Mm. Uh, he's actually a fellow Hoosier. So I want to make sure and give him a nice little shout out. Um, but he lives, he lives South of me. So, you know, he, he's down there near the big city of Indianapolis. You better be nice to him in case you run into him. Yeah. Yeah, he may be stalking me. You just never know. <laughs> you just never know. But uh, welcome to the forum. And like I said, it's probably one of the most friendly collector-based forums out there. So please stop by. That's afbforum.com. Any other things on your guys' end tonight? You guys good? Yeah, I'm a bit tired. Everything's yeah. wrong about this uh, this episode. I mean, it's been a good episode. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> it's it's Sunday night. Well, it's now Monday morning for me, and I've got the internet and it's working. Scott doesn't have the internet, and I don't know. Just it's all a bit it's all a bit off. Hmm. Oh, I know what I wanted to say. When this episode goes to air, it will be the last episode before Christmas. So we should probably say some uh, some uh, greetings or whatever it is we do. Fleas on my dog. Oh no, Fleas now we die. That's just how I remember that one. Yeah, well, I hope everybody um, gets some good goodies in their in their, yeah. their Christmas presents. I I think I've got one or two things I'm giving to myself, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure I've got a stash of stuff I could pull out and surprise myself with. Um, hey, you look at that. Yeah, all right. Who wrapped that for you? It doesn't matter. Yep, I'll have it. (laughs) Uh, Mostly looking forward to the kids. It's going to be fun. We've got a truckload of uh, in-laws arriving this week from Sweden. There's going to be ten of us in the house for three weeks. That's going to be fun, fun, fun. Well, you can tell that you guys must have the nice weather right now because I know um, our our fearless leader, he has out-of-town North American company coming as well. So... um, and a, a good number of people, and so uh, everybody must be heading that way. It's not a bad place to be at the moment. I, I yeah. still the the concept of Christmas without snow just boggles my mind. <laughs> what do you want degrees Celsius next week for me, John? Oh wow, really? Yeah. Thursday morning when I left for work, it was minus seventeen Celsius. Tried you. Wow, I've 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 only had that cold once when I lived in Sweden, and that's. Uh, there was no wind, so it was it was doable. But um, that's pretty scary cold. Yeah, it was it was pretty pretty darn chilly. <laughs> pretty darn chilly. But yeah, I, I, you know, we will say have to say Merry Christmas, um, or you know, if you're celebrating a different holiday, uh, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa. Yeah. Um, happy Festivus. Yep. I got a lot of problem with you people. <laughs> <laughs> I um I decided. Like your old man, Georgie. I had to sign a lot of Christmas cards for for work, and I just I'm not writing Happy Holidays. I just <laughs> all right, have a good break, <laughs> drive safely, and hopefully you won't get upset at me because you're not having a break. How insensitive <laughs> of me for suggesting that everybody has a break. <laughs> yeah, huh? 
So you're not writing Happy Holidays, huh? Nah. Merry Merry Christmas. I'm not going to write it at all. We're talking about a very small percentage that we're having to change our Christmas card greetings for. So it's a little bit um, silly, I think. I I agree with you. Uh, On the note of Happy Hanukkah, it's been this year. It's been? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, I hope everybody has a wonderful Christmas and a wonderful uh, festive week or so. I I hope so too. Yeah. Who's on next week? Not me. I don't think I'm on. I don't think you could be on. We'll let Scott work that out. Yeah. He can coordinate it. Maybe he'll just be him. Yeah. Maybe he'll get his um, his, uh, family involved. The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and downloaded direct at actionfigureblues.com by clicking on the podcast tab. If you do listen to us on iTunes, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join in with all of the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, new releases, old lines, and engage in trades and sales in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, please don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, ShelfLife.net, and the Pop Culture Superstore, who help keep our site running. You can also find us on Twitter at AFBlues and on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. Thanks for listening. Sailor Moon and Sailor Mercury were in a bathroom. <laughs> like where this is going? Can we move? <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> um, you ready, John? Sure. <laughs> Five, four, three, 